Grand rising beautiful souls, welcome back to the Existential Healer podcast where we do collective readings and um, yeah, we're just kind of feeling it out, flowing as we go. Um, I took a few days off because not only was it an intense time astrologically, there was the full moon, the uh, um, Mercury retrograde, everything, I don't know, everything just sort of melted together, and I was doing good, like, at the time, I was feeling the energy of, like, yeah, let's start a business and do all of these amazing things, work towards my goals, set some goals, and then I had an existential crisis, and I had a pretty intense panic attack, and it kind of just made me feel the need to like retreat and sit down for a few days and that's what I did and I had a really good few days um and ultimately I think that my outlook on life has completely changed um my partner helped me realize the point in being here and it's that there is no point yay that's the uh yeah, that's the reality that I'm living in now, is that there is no point. And I think that it's the most helpful for me. Um, if that reality is not helpful for you, you don't have to subscribe. I understand not everyone's reality is going to align. I'm not saying mine is correct. I haven't figured any ultimate truths out. But for me, <clears throat> accepting that my being here really has no point has been relieving in so many ways and like letting go of so many responsibilities that I've claimed over the years and expectations that I've claimed from others over the years and I'm just kind of blah and I think to sum it all up there's a quote that I heard yesterday that said at some point being free has to become more important than being accepted and yeah, that was basically exactly what I needed to hear, um, because a lot of my trauma and a lot of my stressful self-relationship issues came from wanting to be accepted, um, and I sort of realized that last night journaling as well, if you haven't journaled in a while, go journal, because sheesh, um, I discovered some truths about myself, so, yeah, basically, um, I just learned a lot of truths about myself and about my life and about what I need to believe and trust in in order for my life to actually be joyful for me. Um, So if you have any questions regarding that, let me know because I can definitely go deeper into it, but I don't want to talk too much about myself. Um, Today we're going to keep going with the guided readings. Um, In today's... uh, reading is basically going to be any necessary messages from our highest guides, our highest selves, and see what they have to say for us. So let's get into that real quick. I am starting off with one of my favorites, the Goddess Tarot deck by Chris Walder. Um, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, the first few episodes, then you know that I usually start off with this one. It's just kind of my favorite. Um, oh, Alright, so we're going to be starting off with how are guides, what's the energy right now? What are they, you know, just, let's see the energy, that's all. It's as descriptive I can be. Yeah, let's see. 
it. Oh my goodness. Okay. I said be more specific. And we saw magic and the sun. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. Okay. We're going to be asking what messages do they have. Let's start with Tara. Okay. There we go. We've got three. And it's three cards that we got in the last reading. So we've got strength. Goddess Oya. Queen of Wands and Queen of Swords. So Queen Energy, Feminine Energy, <clears throat> Strength, Justice. They want you to sit up straight and not in a in a I want to be like desired way, but in a power way. As in I don't give a shit if you desire me or not. I'm still the queen. Okay, let's keep going. Any other messages from our higher guides, higher selves? Ooh. Okay, so we've got the Four of Cups. So once again, like, oh, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry, let me calm down. Okay, so we've got Three of Cups, Four of Cups, Nine of Cups, and Three of Pentacles. Okay, let me go get my book. I know, I know, I know, you're not supposed to use your book and tarot cards, but because we have the three, the four, and the nine of cups, I just want you to hear this book's explanation of the three, so let me go find it real quick, hold on. I'm back. Um, I, while I was back there getting my book, I was told to get another deck for you guys too, which is the Inner Child deck, so look forward to that. That's one of my favorite decks to do, shadow work and whatnot with. Okay, so we're looking for the cups. Three of Cups. Okay, so it says... So again... Oh, I should be describing these visually, huh? <laughs> okay, so the Three of Cups says... Three women dance in a circle, celebrating the round of life. Together, these dancing women symbolize all of life's joys, potentials, and riches. A celebration involving women. Possibly a wedding feast, peace between family generations, or reason to celebrate. Okay, so that's the first one. Four of Cups says... After overindulging, the woman sits beneath a tree, hoping to ground herself after the excitement of intoxication. Four cups rest before her, but she has drunk enough. Okay, <clears throat> it says too much of a good thing, taking something for granted, love, talents, beauty, discontent, or boredom. And the thing is, that one came in um, in reverse originally, and I had flipped it just because I got so excited, because it is a pretty card. But So, we have the celebration and then we have overindulgence in reverse so underindulgence i guess and then we have nine of cups which has a little rainbow and the same girl by the way in all three of these um the nine of cups says finally satisfaction a rainbow leads the woman to a, a banquet table set with nine cups worth waiting for this feast will nurture many hearts and bodies Satisfaction, contentment, some consider this card the wish card, meaning a wish will be granted if it appears in the spread. Okay, so our guides are telling us to make a wish. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're telling us to make a wish because, so I'm trying to look at this too logically. So when we make, a, when we make this wish, because also on the Three of Pentacles, there is this beautiful like Taj Mahal-esque building and it's got the Three Pentacles. Um, so when we make this wish, um, they're telling us to be overindulgent in our wishing because I feel like if the Four of Cups came correct, um, 
Well, it came in reverse. So it's telling us that we have room to be a little more indulgent. Like, ask for everything that you freaking want right now, okay? Wish. Like, we're wishing on a star. Um, this isn't no tiny, tiny wish. Then on the, then when we do all of this, we will be receiving the Three of Cups and the Three of Pentacles. And that's our wish coming true. Like, it's two plus two equals four. We take, we make a wish. It's the wish that we truly, truly desire, truly, truly want. And that's, I think, an important thing to point out is that make sure you're wishing for what you want. And I'm being told to be specific. So don't wish, okay, I'm not going to tell you what not to wish for, but personally, in the past, I would have sat here and been like, oh my god, this is my, this is my chance. I can wish to be everything I'm, I want to be, everything I'm supposed to be. So I'd be like, okay, I wish for the money um, to have the body that I like and the face that I like and all the clothes that would make me look good and um, a new car maybe and probably a bigger house. Like, that's my wish. Um, but I was making that wish um, for reasons that were externally based outside of myself I didn't want any of those things I wanted those things to be accepted um that's crazy because of the rant that I went on in the beginning of this episode but um yeah I was craving acceptance and all of my wishes and all of my manifestations at the time were based on that craving of acceptance and um that really sort of I don't know, that gave me a really terrible foundation for my relationship with self, and um, it was like the foundation was self-loathing, which is the opposite of self-love, which is the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing, you know what I mean? Like, self-love, I'm sorry, I keep saying supposed to be doing, I, in my opinion, (laughs) okay, you can take me seriously or you cannot, but in my opinion, the point of life is to live and love unconditionally um, ourselves, others, and everything around us. And we have gotten very far from that as a society. I have gotten very far from that as a person. And so I realized that all of these wishes that I was previously making were not based in love or unconditional love for myself. Because when I take away that element of the things that I craved out of acceptance, then what's left? What's left for me to wish for? And so now you see what I'm wishing for now, presently, which is, and manifesting presently, which is understanding and um, resources in order to provide for myself and others, um, which a lot of those things can look the same. Like that could all, that could all mean a lot of money in a big house, but it's the intention that has changed. My relationship with the outcome of the wish has changed because before, again, if I would have received those things, if that wish would have been fulfilled, I've been, I would have been like, okay, now I can be accepted. Like, this is good. This is great. And then I would have realized that that's not what acceptance means. And I still probably would have had the inner issues that made it hard for me to be accepted. So once again, just bringing it back to the cards, it's, we're supposed to be making a wish, but make sure you're making a wish for yourself, for your heart. And it's actually cool too, because previously in a few readings of my own, a lot of the 
like continuing messages have been make sure you're acting out of your heart make sure you're acting out of your soul make sure you are literally getting down to your core so you know what you want and so it doesn't feel confusing when you're like okay I'm a magical person I should be manifesting but what is it I should manifest what does everybody else want oh they want nice things okay I guess I'll manifest nice things you know what I mean it should be a personal experience become who you are like (laughs) I'm always going to go on the tangent about discovering your soul and soul retrieval and if you want to know more reach out to me because I can do soul readings like personal soul readings because I think it's so helpful um not only just to learn you know like it's kind of like finding your north star and understanding like the parts of yourself that you you sort of have to work for like for me my um my identity and my like gender and sexuality and stuff that's something I had to work for because it was something that I lost very early on um so now today I have to be mindful of that and recognize when I'm making decisions out of those past habits or whether I'm embodying my newer understanding of my identity and embodying my soul instead of my person my ego there we go Uh, so yeah, so make a wish, make a wish, the guides are telling you, you are strong enough, you have two queens here, and I'm gonna go ahead and say three queens, because Miss Oya over here, on the strength card, she's a queen, she has the, the tiara, she has the crown herself, she has a beautiful orange dress, and there's two, like, I know they're not just deer, there's something like Impalos or something <clears throat> behind her, but, and there's lightning surrounding her card, she's just, oh, she is beautiful, um, you have three queens sitting right here that were called as a message from your highest selves, from your highest guides, um, and it's literally like, okay, strength times three, like queen energy times three, and then you have two, three cards Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> you can connect the dots if you want. I like to connect the dots. I like to see how everything synchronizes with itself. But I'm gonna keep going. And we're gonna do whispers of healing and see actually where. Ooh, should I do the. Yeah, we're gonna do the whispers of healing first and see how it connects to our inner child later. Can you tell that I'm, like, re-energized today? I swear if I did this yesterday, I would have been like, uh, yeah, it says three of pentacles. Like, I don't know. It's just, I like how things sort of come together and and line up time-wise. Um, so we're gonna, what are we, can you use this deck, our guides, can you use this deck to show us elements that we can be using towards being comfortable with making this wish? Because I think that sorry about that sometimes um the hardest part in manifesting is believing that you actually have the power and the strength to manifest the strength and the power to make um wishes and see them come true so control we got the card control number 10 i'm gonna go for one more but that card is amazing um yeah let me go for one more before i describe it so one more thing that we can use in helping us understand oops sorry i'm just bumping everything Understanding our power, help us make this wish, something to keep in mind as we make this wish.
So we got prayers. Number 36. Which, oh, I'm sorry. Why did I read that that way? Progress. We got progress. So we're going to read these straight out of the book. But it's interesting that I saw prayers first. Um, so maybe praying could be helpful for you in making this wish. Um, maybe instead of being... Like, it's sort of important how your subconscious... Um, sees this process as well. So if you don't believe in wishes, if you have a hard time in thinking that if you just wish on a star it'll come true, then maybe praying is more important for you. Maybe praying is more useful for your subconscious to believe it because the half the issue with manifestation is believing, is trusting, is opening yourself to receiving. If you say, okay, I'm going to manifest a million dollars and then I sit there and I'm like, oh... But like, you know what, I, if I sit here and doubt the universe and say, there's no way, then obviously it's not going to come to me. I have to open myself. I have to maybe, maybe it's easier for you to pray. Maybe it's easier for you to wish. Maybe it's easier for you to demand <laughs> whatever works for you. But this communication overall is important. It's important for you to sit down and write it out and be specific. So <clears throat> what we will be using towards making this wish. Let's go with control first. Um, number 10. So on this card, um, there is a woman-esque, yeah, she's a woman, yeah, she's got a, like, rainbow body, and it's, um, and her, her hair is blue. On her left arm, she has five birds sitting on her, but she's also, like, mid-flight over a mountain range, and so she has this beautiful hawk-ish headdress on and um, beautiful hawk-ish wings behind her. And there seems to be a flock of all kinds of birds. There's a goose. There's a, well, I don't know. I don't really know a lot of birds. But they all look different. And they're all flying behind her sort of in support. But this card is called Control. So we're going to read it. It says, oh my god, I'm already excited. <laughs> okay, so just... Yep, yep, okay. You can change your life in an instant. It is so important to realize this. It is easy to fall into the trap of feeling like a victim of circumstance, your family history, or anything else that leaves you feeling helpless. Take responsibility for yourself and your feelings. You decide how you feel. Decide to be in charge. Okay, so that's awesome because usually when I see the word control... I'm usually going to be told, like, okay, let go of control, like, you need to, it's, it's out of your hands now, like, l release your control on situations that you can't control or whatever, but this one is telling you, you are in control, like, take control, and that's how you will feel empowered to make these decisions and wishes and prayers and see them come through, because you can change your life in an instant. That is the quote today, you can change your life in an instant. Um... <clears throat> Educate yourself about what is going on with you, your emotions, or your health. As you go through life, your body changes, and your thinking does too. Pay attention to your body and your mind to better understand them. Feel good about being your own advocate. Realizing you are in control will be re rejuvenating and beneficial for your well-being. So, this is something you must realize. They said it specifically. Realizing you are in control will be rejuvenating. So, again, like... As long as you see that power, as long as you see that strength, you realize your control, the control you have in the situation, 
you feel empowered to make those changes. Um, the hawk carrying the maiden in this image represents a higher perspective. He shows us how to prepare for the winds of change. The maiden is covered with rainbow light. A shift is taking place and the colors she emanates symbolize magical blessings. She is in control of where she is going. The goose soars to new levels. The duck shows the ways shows the way between the spiritual and the physical world. The dove brings hope, peace, and indicates it will be arriving soon, and you are headed in the right direction. As you gain more control, the horizon before you will begin to look more promising. <sighs> oh my god, that's amazing. That's Nine of Cups. That's the fulfillment of your wish. That is a reason to celebrate. That is your Three of Cups. That's your Three of Pentacles. That is the fruition of everything you could ever wish for. How, I mean, what? This is so cool that this is your message from your guides, dude. This is your higher, I mean, it's telling you to choose a higher perspective. So again, when you're in a certain perspective when you've been going through life and no one is at fault for holding the perspectives that they do it's just your responsibility so if you're upset if you don't like the way your life is change your perspective grow like you know what I mean fly go to that new height make a wish it's all in your control that is what we're being told you have to understand that um <clears throat> don't get trapped in the victimhood mindset <clears throat> So now we're going to go to progress. I keep wanting to say prayers and I don't know why. I don't even know, I don't even think they have a prayers card in here. Okay, so progress. So on this card, there's a fairy-esque woman and she has a beautiful like ivy um crown, I guess we would call it. She's surrounded by like purple flowers and her dress and her wings sort of fade back into a bunch of butterflies in her wings and you see other little fairies sort of dancing around and holding hands and it's actually really cool because um there's oh there's a little wedding there's a little um fairy in a wedding dress there's a older fairy reading to children in a circle but back up here by the other fairies there's three of them holding hands and they are also obviously very happy sorry about sorry about that siren okay so they're obviously very happy and um it looks exactly like your three of cups card that we pulled earlier of the three women who are celebrating something so Okay, now I'm just going to read it. You have been in a process of great change, self-growth, and healing. It is important to maintain a good relationship with yourself. Journaling is one tool that may help. Keep a journal and write to yourself as if you were counseling a friend. Record your goals and dreams. It may be very cathartic to have a special place to vent. Meditation in, is another means for healing or spiritual development going outside for fresh air can also be rejuvenating so what did i say um about uh i don't know 15 minutes ago about journaling and how <laughs> amazing it's been um yes talking to yourself because again there was things like there were i was seeking certain friendships and relationships out of people i was hoping that i would get that sort of reciprocation out of a friend or even a partner and i just feel like it always fell short and when i started becoming my own best friend and started writing to myself and giving me that back and forth not only does it like occupy my mind and get things off of my chest that wouldn't get off in a regular conversation with something else with someone else um 
but yeah just that (laughs) I literally I just get to express myself freely and it's giving me like just different perspectives because I'm now not only just complaining but I'm also the one who has to respond to myself so it's really it's an interesting experiment to give yourself but buy a journal um and also maintain a good relationship with yourself so again we're pointing out is your relationship with yourself based on how other people have told you to view yourself or is it based on how you actually feel about yourself and who you truly are um if you find you are in a rut or starting to experience a downward spiral consider closing your eyes and taking a deep breath imagine you are opening your eyes for the first time and seeing the world around you from a different perspective what is pleasurable around you if you can see nature what beauty can you find encourage yourself not to take anything for granted what a wonderful life you have been given if needed make a list of your values and ethics writing a beliefs list will help you to live with purpose and more awareness your list is not set in stone and may shift and change as you develop throughout your life okay so yeah that's a journaling prompt for you if you'd like it Um, making a list of your values and making it that sort of makes it easier to get back to or just sort of see if you are emanating your values or not um Also, if you don't know where to start with journaling or just getting into this sort of thing, you can check out my YouTube channel, self-promo here. It's going to be shameless. Um, I have a bunch of art-led therapy. It's not therapy because I'm not a therapist. It's not medical. Once again, that's the disclaimer. But um, I have a bunch of videos that kind of walk you through prompts of sitting down sitting in a lot of them have a guided meditation and then you get to do a little art project and some of them might help you understand your identity or um I don't know there's like a few different options and I'm currently making more so definitely check out my youtube channel it's the existential healer um on youtube and yeah so if you don't have any if you don't know where to start basically that is another resource you can use it's completely free Okay, and then we have one more paragraph Paragraph over progress. It says, A fairy looks back over her shoulder to view different scenes unfolding. This is a reminder to take it one step at a time. The high, hyacinths uh, to her right mean that steady, steadiness and sincerity Oh my goodness, steadiness and sincerity are important aspects in this phase of growth. Okay, I think those are flowers, the hyacinths. <laughs> Um, okay. Steadiness and sincerity. The lilac of the fairy's garment encourages creative activities and uniqueness. Apart from symbolizing transformation, butterflies are believed to restore the inner self and inspire the essential loving spirit of the human soul. This enhances the ability to reshape and grow as you see fit. That's awesome. So you get to reshape and grow as you see fit. And it's talking about... um encouraging creative activities and before it had said I'm sorry I read things multiple times it's just how my brain processes but basically back to those YouTube videos that I make most of them are based on um, eco psychology and being in nature and appreciating the beauty that you see around you and then understanding the beauty and how it reflects into you so that's what I was trying to say earlier if you're interested go check it out um, now we're going to get into our inner child cards so 
this is really exciting because um, these cards are super powerful. Look at that. We've already got them popping out. So these cards are super powerful. One of my favorite ones to use um, in my own personal readings. And I think we're also going to have to grab the book for this one. But let's get a card out from our guides. Which one describes us at the moment? Okay, we've got three of crystals. And again, what we see are two trees in the background. One has a little heart door. And then up front, I don't know if these are actually elves or just children with elf hats on. But they are jump roping with a rainbow. And there's a little bunny in the bottom cheering them on. Um... <laughs> that's super cute okay so let me go grab this book okay so three of crystals jump sorry jump rope takes three or more people to play and is one of several childhood games that simulates uh rhyme song and laughter the game synthesizes active and passive behavior as children take turns holding the rope and jumping in the center in many ways, this reflects the laws of community at their best. All participants are needed to create a rhythm of steady movement. The number three represents group activity, communication, and joy. Holy shit, guys. Okay. <laughs> um, so we also have the three of cups, which are three women doing something together, celebrating something together. <clears throat> okay, okay. Um... This card symbolizes community spirit and the fulfillment achieved when all parties are personally involved. The jump rope pictured here is a rainbow presenting, representing the bridge or arc that can lead the world to harmony. Um, when the three of crystals appears in your reading, it may be time for you to redefine your purpose in the community and joyfully share the wisdom and gifts that you have to offer. Join groups, get to know families and children in your neighborhood, share your life with the like-minded individuals who cherish and respect your view of life. If you have not found your group or special circle of friends, now would be a fruitful time to deepen your inner joy in order to strengthen your self-confidence and personal resources. Above all else, remember to play. Okay, that is... Oh such a great addition to what we're already talking about the three of crystals just children playing three kids um that's awesome guys so again the community aspect is important if you have it great but if you don't also great because you have space to focus on yourself you have space to once again deepen your understanding of who you are what your values truly are what you really actually desire in life and what wishes you'd like to make surrounding that that's I mean <laughs> that's so exciting that's super exciting that's uh, that's just so cool so um again we're taking control of like this is this is um I don't know I don't know what else to say about that that's just adding on to what we've already been talking about we're gonna do one more poll one more little deck um it's the magic of you oracle by Fiona Horn I apologize if my background is super noisy today um anyways we're gonna be using this deck to see what blocks still stand in our way what what specifically do we really need to confront on this journey on this day what can we maybe use as a prompt okay there are two okie dokie let's see what we've got so we've got 24 paradis 
paradise. I'm going to say paradise. It's the word for something that represents paradise, but I can't say it. You belong to paradise. Number 24. That's what the third card, first card is. Um, you literally belong to paradise. So I think that overall, we're actually being told to accept that everything we desire is for us. Your guides would not allow you to think of those beautiful things. You would not be allowed to imagine the peace and the beauty that you want in your life if it didn't belong to you already okay so deepen your understanding with that that you belong to paradise that is the truth do not limit yourself to believing you are a victim of this poor reality that we live in you belong to paradise 27 resilience burn away the past yes again something that can help us realize our power our strength our queen energy um, our control in the situation is when we get rid of the past burn away the past something that my journaling has helped me understand um, is that so many things happened in my childhood so many things happened to me um and for me like that is yes I'm gonna just say that in the beginning but they happened to me in a way that I perceived the experience and I kept it with me and I let that control my reality and I actually last night while I was journaling I was like you know what I think it's possible that I've been living in psychosis for 22 years because for 22 years, the things that I was experiencing were god-awful, were literally so terrible. Okay, I won't say all 22 years were filled with that shit, but throughout my years, weird-ass, terrible-ass things happened to me and no one blinked an eye. And so I was literally, like, as a growing, developing person, I was like, okay... I guess that's normal. I guess I'll just keep that with me and I guess I'll just adapt in order to survive. So I started depleting my self-worth and I started seeing myself as um, an object. I started objectifying myself and other women and my whole entire relationship with personhood and womanhood and just existing overall has been so fucked for so long. That's why I was saying it felt like I had to have been in psychosis for those years because how is a person how does a person accept that reality you know or how does a person survive that reality you literally have to be so cut off from your emotions in order for that to be okay in order to be treated that way constantly and be okay at the end of the day and I wasn't always okay don't get me wrong but for the majority of the time I was a pretty normal pretty like ladylike just normal um non-confrontational person or girl and god did that make me a shell of a person and I now I look back and not only like when we're talking about resilience and burning away the past not only is it letting go of the limiting beliefs that were implanted in us but it's also like setting fire to that shit and being like you know what screw you screw this experience screw the person who put me through that shit um and like literally like allowing yourself to feel like you are throwing the match and you are getting the revenge and the justice for yourself because that's the whole point is that I am rediscovering parts of my soul that I should not have to be have have been separate from for these years like it's completely unfair that people are being born into this world and then they have to be they have to put up with surviving the world and the whole time they're told that they're crazy but 
they're I mean like they are the sane ones you know that's my opinion again you don't have to agree with me but man that is crazy burn away the past literally get the revenge for what for who you are for the parts of you that you have to rediscover that you shouldn't have to rediscover the parts of you that have been kept from you out of selfishness and out of patriarchy and out of capitalism out of racism out of homophobia all of it whatever parts of this life that affect you the most burn that shit to the ground because it literally i mean when you get rid of those restrictions and again i have a lot of privileges in my life i am a white woman but the on top of that i will say instead of but on top of that the things that did affect me i it's just so empowering to to get rid of even the smallest things because now the i don't know i just i don't know how else to say it but it helped i don't know yep i'm just gonna leave it at that we're gonna move on euphoria number nine honor yourself perfect perfect these are and again guys these are the blocks the uh paradise you belong to paradise burn away the past with resilience these are the blockages you're gonna have to face in order for the rest of this to come true in order for your wish to be easy for you in order for your prayers to come easy for you in order for you to adopt that control you're being told you have um i'm gonna read euphoria because i haven't read this one yet euphoria honor yourself the white goddess with the feathered snake swan countenance represents the sacred fusion of air and earth divine inspiration bonded with earthly tangibility there is a sensual aspect to this card it is now your duty to honor your physical self in an exalted way have you been abusing your body poor eating excessive toxic substances and dragging yourself through workouts you don't enjoy is punishing not celebrating yourself so once again we're seeing the word celebrate once again we're being told i really like how it brings in the air and the earth the inspiration divine inspiration and the earthly tangibility so um once again you can create your rap your reality your life can change in an instant um that's coming up again but it's more i think that it's more than what we expect it to be the purpose of life that is So once again, we're told to be beautiful, we're told to have a lot of money, we're told to come off as well put together. Um, It's all about the visuals, it's all about the material, it's all about the physical element of life, and um, you know that there's more. You know that there is a spiritual element to life that you cannot see, you can only feel, Um, And when we lean into that, when we realize that, and when we accept that and use that in our everyday life, you start to, I mean, you have this perspective that no one else has, that you don't really care about the physical as much because there's a balance. You care about the specific physical things, but you don't have to care about all of the physical things that everyone else cares about. And that in itself is so freeing. That's my point. I hope that that came across well. (laughs) Um... Have you been abusing your body? Okay, so that's super important. Also, it doesn't have to be physical abuse. Although physical abuse is very common. Um, how do you talk to your body in the mirror? How do you... Oh, this is crazy. So, <laughs> if I don't mind if I do or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to go on a tangent again about my journaling. So, oh, excuse me. That was my stomach. Um, I Last night when I was journaling... 
I realized I was thinking about how when I was younger and I had these panic attacks I would go to my mom and she would like rub my back and it'd be very like close bonding minute but I remember when I would feel panic I would just like wish that she was there you know what I mean like if I was at my dad's house I would panic worse because my mom wasn't there my mom was like the person who calmed me down she was my safe space and then I realized that that sort of faded out as my childhood went on and I didn't ever really realize that that I never there was a certain point where I started to see her in a different light and it wasn't a comforting light it was um I don't know I don't know how I viewed her but there was just a certain point where I realized how she treated her body and I sort of accepted that into how I should treat my body and I'm not going to talk about her and her um, journey but personally I just started to monitor my body in ways that overtook um, the way I walked or the way I posed in pictures and the way I sat in class and I was just always uncomfortable because I was sort of trying to portray a specific kind of woman and excuse me um I don't know it was just interesting that after I sort of became aware of my body as a girl I stopped reaching towards my mother for comfort because everyone's body was sort of just always on my mind and it was just such an over like stimulating idea of bodies and existing that it was exhausting and so I think that that because she had her own issues she wasn't able to see the issues I was having and we weren't able to really communicate it about it because again like when women have these issues it's sort of like the untalked about but also way over talked about when you're talking about weight or curves or the boys in your life or whatever when you're eating it just over it consumes us in our reality as, as women interacting with other women so I just realized that I had gotten to this point where I didn't really um, crave the safe space that I found in my mom anymore. And I, I think that I still craved that space, but I didn't find it there anymore. I, I felt like, um, you know, I just had fallen away from the idea of a safe space, period. I was just too consumed in my physical appearance. Um, and yeah, that's just... I forget where I was going with that, but... Oh, abusing our body. So abusing our body, again, so it can be more than physical. What I was saying is it can be emotional. You can emotionally abuse your body or um, the abuse can come from emotional triggers. The abuse can come from anything really. But I think a lot of it has to do with our mentality, our internal world and what we believe as girls growing up into women or boys growing up into men or whoever you are growing up into whoever you want to be. We are just so obsessed with our looks as a society as beauty is so important and it sucks and I fucking hate beauty and that's I try to go against beauty in many ways I think that I've found that I feel beautiful in unconventional ways um, and they're still pretty conventional because once again I am like European features I am white I have white skin so no matter what, I have, like, that pretty privilege. <laughs> I'm not trying to be, like, conceited or anything. It's just I, um, I'm not someone who's auto-assumed as ugly in public. Like, I know how, or I try to understand how 
unconventionally attractive people are treated in society and that sucks like that is terrible that there's an entire group of people who are treated a certain way because they don't look a certain way that's ass like we have to do better that has to be the most primitive basis of our society at this point that we treat people different because we don't feel sexually attracted to them like that is shit anyways i'm gonna keep going because sorry um so it says don't put anything in your body that is not worthy of your goddess status quality over quantity is key at this time awaken to your sacred self okay on top of this another resource this one isn't free but you guys can grab this book let me grab it real quick okay so i recently picked up this book called sacred woman by queen afua it's the a guide to healing the feminine body mind and spirit Um, I haven't read it yet, but I've looked through it. It's about $20, but I've looked through it, and it's absolutely amazing. It's a guidebook to understanding the sacred femininity, your body, your cycle, everything. Um, I'm really excited to read it. I'm really terrible at starting books in the middle of other books and never finishing the first one, so I'm holding myself accountable, but that's the next one I'm going to be reading. And if you, again, don't know where to start, that's a resource you can use for situations like that so um to awaken your goddess status <sighs> sorry deep breath okay so the euphoria card goes on to say be selective about who you allow in physical proximity to you yes 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 oh my god um in matters of sex and sensuality do not share your sacred self with someone who is not worthy of you or who does not treat you in an honorable and respectful way snaps for that one because that is so important so important to respect yourself sexually um and that's not saying to not have sex it's saying especially right now in the world we live in god if you know you know um sex is something that should be regarded as a pleasurable interaction um and reciprocal interaction on both sides again from my own past i didn't always experience it that way it was i was here to provide um and it didn't really matter what i got out of it because i was getting physical touch i was getting that interaction that i craved from other people and that's really sad to say but <laughs> again i ha- i wasn't being selective about who i was allowing into the physical proximity of me that's important um even on top of this like outside of the whole sexual relationships thing it's just who you how you interact with people i saw this guy talking about um stop fake laughing for a week and see like what changes what dynamics feel uncomfortable and i haven't been able to do it yet i haven't been able to stop laughing and it's crazy because i but now i see like how many times a day i do find myself just fake laughing um and I'm still building up my ability to recognize in the moment that I don't have to laugh at whatever it is that I'm fake laughing at. I will fake laugh and then be like, shit, that was, that was the opportunity. Like, that was when I was supposed to just not laugh and see what happens. <laughs> but I think that's a really interesting aspect to bring into it is, like, what moments are we, are we masking through because of the people that we allow into our physical proximity and I realize that there's a lot of people that I have allowed into my physical proximity that make me uncomfortable whether it's sexually or not physically I am uncomfortable and I don't like it and I need to be listening to that within myself and I am and you should too 
There's only just a little bit more. The woman of euphoria holds her hands gently and seductively over her heart as she considers the blessed magnific magnificence that doesn't feel right, of her reality. She is quiet and reflective. This is a deep inner comprehension, not bound by society's laws and others' opinions. Inside, she is infinite, and her physical form is the gateway. Yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all we've been talking about. Um, Go within yourself. You are the only thing that matters. At the end of the day, you're allowed to love whoever you want. I, I am deeply, madly, obsessively in love with my partner, but I am the only one who holds the answers to my reality. I'm the only one who can change my reality. I'm the only one who can provide myself everything that I want. Anything that he brings me is just like the cherry on top, but I can't rely on him for anything. I can't rely on my mom for anything um, because at the end of the day, they are their own people too, dealing with their own issues, their own versions of reality, and their own self-image and physical issues. So I cannot wait for others to come and um, and have their have their way in my life you know I think that my partner logically my partner would have the ability to change my life but I as long as I'm waiting for him to do it you know my progress is being stalled because I'm not recognizing the power within myself the answers I have within myself and just the courage it takes to contemplate within yourself I mean you're not going to close your eyes and see a guidebook on oh this is the answer to all your questions you are literally just going to have to get comfortable with not knowing and that is where wisdom comes from yeah. And I mean, they said it too. Stop giving a fuck about other people's opinions. Stop giving a fuck about society's laws. Um, <clears throat> if you are acting out of compassionate, impersonal love, you'll never be the bad guy. Okay. <clears throat> because again, when you realize that your world really only has to do with you, you don't really care to seek revenge or you don't really care to seek the pettiness or the last word anymore. You're like, you know what? You're dealing with that and that's fine. I don't care anymore. Coming back to burn away the past, still seek justice within yourself. But again, it doesn't have to like you're not going to burn down anyone's house. You're going in within and you're burning down the bridges and the foundations that were built in your mind. That is what we're talking about when it comes to resilience and destruction and, and, and peace and uh, revenge. It's within. It's all within. Because no matter what, even if you go and burn down your perpetrator's house, they are still a perpetrator. You're not changing anything about your, your condition on the inside, your, your perspective on the inside, and you're not going to make them a better person by burning down their house. It all has to do with you. I think that's all I have today. Um, I really hope that you got something from this reading. This was a really powerful reading. I just want to remind you that your life can change in an instant. Go ahead and make that wish. Um, you know what to do. You know what to do. I love you. Have a great day. Blessings on blessings. See ya.